Welcome to Mulks TV Talk Daily, where we've got the latest in news, ratings, reviews, and stuff you can watch on TV tonight. Hey guys, welcome to Mulks TV Talk Daily, where not only are we going to be talking about all of the TV things, but uh, trying to keep you up to speed on what it all means, and getting it to be interactive. The cool thing about Anchor FM uh, is that you can call in uh, and leave me a message, or ask a question, or tell me what you think of what I'm saying, or... Give me your suggestions on what you want to watch on TV. It's very cool. Grab the Anchor FM app uh, and look me up. You'll be able to get involved and tell us all about it. But I wanted to start today with us talking about the ratings. So the ratings are out for Monday the 13th of November. And there's probably no surprises that as we move into uh, closer to summer and those sorts of things, people really just aren't tuning in uh, to commercial free-to-air broadcast TV uh, as much as they do at other times. So not one program uh, broke a million viewers last night. Now, I want to preface this by saying that when we talk about the ratings, all I'm going to give you is uh, the, what are we, the five city metros. So the five mainland capitals, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, they all add up to be what we call the overnights. And as much as we'll talk through that and what all of that means, I think we need to have a bigger explainer about ratings full stop at a later stage, but the short answer is that that's not the full picture. We now need to think about, of course, adding in the regional figures. We have to think about adding in what it means for seven-day catch-up and 28-day catch-up uh, and all of those sorts of things. So there's a lot, uh, a lot of moving parts to the ratings now that they weren't there before. Um, once we get past the news, which really is a two-horse race, it's always seven or nine, and they split code their hour newses so that it's not just from six to seven, but they do a six to six thirty component and a six thirty to seven component. So to give you an example, last night the most popular show was Seven News slash Today Tonight, the six thirty to seven component. Nationally, Five City Metro, nine hundred sixty-seven thousand viewers. That's not heaps, like. That is not worrying situation, but that's not great when the highest thing is the last half hour of the news, and that's as good as it gets. Um, nine, by comparison, for that same time slot, pulled 9.15. So they're in, they're in with a sniff. It's pretty close what's going on there. Um, but not much else. <laughs> uh, when we step beyond that, really into the entertaining part of the evening, let's talk about 7.30. Uh, it's a three-horse race at that point. It really is 7.30 and Australian Story on the ABC, which are not streets ahead, but doing better uh, than Instant Hotel and Family Food Fight. So 7.30 pulled 700. Uh, Australian Story did 7.97, so nearly 800,000 viewers there. And it is pretty much daylight to Seven's Instant Hotel, 653,000 viewers, um, independent of the spin. And, and adding in regional figures does change that story a bit because Seven has some pretty rusted-on viewers in regional areas. Uh, it's, it's not great for your new shows, though I will admit it really feels like Seven are burning off Instant Hotel. Uh, but then when we touch base and, and get into Family Food Fight, Nine's big thing that they're rolling, that's pretty diabolical down at 548,000. That's not great. Uh, but nonetheless, they're fighting the good fight and doing better than 10. I mean, 10's 730 doesn't even, oh, it just fits into the top 20. It's number 20, 439,000 viewers for Family, All-Star Family Feud. Um, and at 8.30 it changes again. Normally there would be like your sort of four corners. It's neck and neck with have you been paying attention, which has been killing it for 10. Have a look at the differential in 10 scenario when it comes to, uh, you know, its ratings luck and what that means for it. 
you know, can't get, can't buy a bullet at six o'clock, can't get anywhere near the news, and it isn't really trying. The project does okay, but again, it's not really reliable. It's they break it as well, split code it. But then 7.30, all stuff family feud. 8.30, have you been paying attention? Absolutely rips it. How do you solve that problem for 10? Well, that indeed is something that CBS are going to have to come across and 2018 could see some reasonably significant shake-up. I think we'll see how 10 do it under CBS in 2018 and probably halfway through or into 2019 will be CBS kind of swooping in and saying, actually, guys, this is how we think you should do it. And there'll be some pretty reasonable changes in that. Nothing surprises me in the ratings for Monday night. That's not really that out of the order, though. The Four Corners thing, being beaten by have you been, been paying attention, is uh, not new, but just not unsurprising. You know, that's that's a thing there. Q&A have fallen out of the top 20, probably not unreasonably. People are a bit over the shouty show. Uh, and, you know, Seven's offering a, a double episode of Liar because they coded it as a one, two-hour block uh, means that, on average, 459,000 viewers hung in. The big hook for that will be the recorded catch-up viewers for that. So this is where it starts to get murky. If we just look at overnights, it's not the full picture. We have to layer in how many people recorded it and watched it in the last seven days or the last 28 days, or let's even throw in the people that braved uh, sevens plus uh, seven um, catch-up service and wanted to get involved there. I mean, that's diabolical. So today I'm off to the SBS 2018 Upfronts where they're going to be sharing all of the news uh, of what is happening for them in the coming year. It's become very traditional uh, end of the year and sometimes even in the half year. Uh, the networks all do their roadshows. They are predominantly for their advertising people uh, to drag in their big spenders and, and, hey, come and check us out. This is what we've got planned. Uh, they do then tend to include some of the, the media, uh, people like jerks like me, uh, but I'll say more formal media people to come and be involved. I'm very lucky SBS are generous and they include me uh, in that process. Um, and, uh, look, it's always a surprise. They always deliver stuff that is hard on their charter. It's a great opportunity for their uh, their boss, Michael Ebig, to, to drop in and just level some criticism and, and give some stuff back to the people that say, oh, but SBS aren't something something and they're not a thing. Uh, that's always fun as well. And they tend to roll out some pretty amazing food <laughs> as a part of it, thanks in no small uh, section to the fact that, of course, they run Food Network Australia and food pro programming is a big part of what they do. Uh, I'm hoping to see the guys from the feed and to have a chat with them because uh, they're always tops of value um, and just hear more of what SBS Viceland is going to do in 2018. I think there's some big ups and opportunities there. And look, we may even see some channel changes again. Uh, we saw stuff from the ABC this year. So uh, it's going to be interesting and I'm anticipating what that's going to be about. Hopefully I'll get some interviews, which I will try and drop onto here. That will be a lot of fun. Uh, and let's see how that goes. Guys, there's lots of options that you can check out on TV tonight, but let's talk about these two. I reckon they're uh, as good as anything. If you want to swing over onto commercial TV, dare I say it, uh, on Channel 7, uh, lining up uh, at 8.45, you'll be able to check out the latest episode of The Good Doctor, starring Freddie Highmore. Uh, this is uh, made by the same guys that made House. <clears throat> same guys that made House, and it is a similar kind of vibe, right? A doctor that has some gifted ability. In this case, the doctor is autistic. He's a young guy. He's at a teaching hospital. Um, very poor social skills. Um, 
there's been lots of talk around the fact that this is a great representation of how people with autism, high functioning autism, can can be involved in society and, and work and those sorts of things. Uh, not, I'm not sure if I'd want him to be my doctor, but certainly in the show, incredibly gifted, huge understanding of medicine, saves the day every time, of course. Um, great performance by Freddie Highmore, wonderful uh, show, so, certainly uh, it's not going to mentally challenge you. I think that the real hook on it is that it's just a bit of fun and pretty easy to kick back and relax and enjoy. Seven are so stoked with this. This is breaking every rule around American drama for them at the moment, which is usually that no one watches American drama, uh, except that almost every time this has been on for Seven, it has killed over a million viewers in the five-city metro market, which is big business for them, so much so that they are keeping it on uh, twice a week. It was only meant to be once, but Tuesdays, Thursdays, you can watch The Good Doctor. Uh, they're burning through this and just are eating it alive. Alternatively, if you wanted to check it out, and, and I say this kind of guardedly, we're halfway through the season of Screen Time, which is 8 o'clock on ABC on Tuesday nights. This is a review show, think the movie show, but about television and movies and stuff on the web and all sorts of things. Fairly broad media consumption, hosted by Chris Taylor. You might know him from The Chaser. And it is... How do I say this? I want to be polite because I understand what they're trying to do. It hasn't been amazing. Um, some great people that they have on the panel, a revolving panel with Chris. Um, so we've had lots of different people that have included Zan Rowe and Sammy Shah and Nakia Louie and Benjamin Law uh, and Mark Fennell, who I think has really, he has brought an anchor to the program that it has lacked. Because otherwise, we've got some, oh, and Judith Lucy is involved as well. Some very great people, funny, interesting, you know, they write good stuff, they have great insight that are just not really offering us a review. They're just going, I think it's a this or it's an okay or whatever. Um, and it just has lacked some, some gravitas in an actual review context. Uh, whereas then when we dropped Mark Fennell onto the desk, a man who has, I think, I'm sorry, Mark, nearly 20 years, I guess, uh, reviewing experience of particularly film, but across a number of different media, and of course heavily involved in SBS as the feed, uh, he is able to just jump in and say, this is what this is, or this is what this is not. And... That's really smart, and that really helps bring an added layer to it. They do some funny things with it. Like I said, it's not just movies. They are talking TV and stuff as well. Um, I think the most interesting part of it for me otherwise is when Chris throws to the panel as like the, the out of the show and asks them what are they watching right now, and they just give us a quick like 30-second brief on the show that they're watching and why they're loving it or why they're hanging in with it, and that's really telling. That's a great insight into some of popular culture, popular TV, movies, those kinds of things. Uh, so check it out if you want to. I, I would say The Good Doctor is great if you want to switch your mind off and enjoy it. Screen Time uh, is getting better. The more episodes that they do of Screen Time, the better it's becoming. It's just a shame that they need to kind of work it out as they're going. And I don't know if that's reflective of the, the fact that they weren't able to develop it ahead of time or whatever. But uh, yeah, screen time, 8 o'clock tonight, ABC, The Good Doctor, 8.45-ish, on 7 tonight. So I'm with Mark Humphreys at the SBS Upfronts for 2018. Mark, congratulations, a job. <laughs> that's right, that's, uh, uh, that's all I ever really wanted, so uh, I feel very content, I can go home now. There was lots that they showed us, lots of drama, lots of stuff. SBS Viceland, still a very big part of that. Your work with the feed continuing. Can we expect anything new out of the feed from 2018? Uh, you can actually expect something new from the feed next week. 
Uh, this is here, this is an exclusive for you, Steve. Yes. So uh, next Thursday, the final episode of the feed for 2017 is going to be a half-hour comedy special written by myself and my co-writer Evan Williams, and it's a bunch of sketches. It features Ray Martin, uh, basketball legends Andrew Gaze and Leonard Copeland, and then uh, a lot of me, sadly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so yes, yeah, so twenty forget twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen still plenty to come, and I think uh, I think we'll hear more in the new year about other Viceland uh, projects, especially with that relationship between SBS and Vice, some of the stuff that will be made here and uh, shown overseas. Favorite thing that stood out from the upfronts? Both of the um, dramas, the Australian dramas, uh, uh, Safe Harbor yes. and Dead Lucky, yes. I think. Uh, those look fantastic. Yeah, really good. Uh, Safe Harbor, particularly, what a great concept. Uh, uh, well, I won't go. I won't go over it. I'm sure you'll cover it in your um, in your uh, releases and, and on the website. But uh, just that little sizzle reel. I thought, gosh, what a great idea for a show. Looked really tense, and I was I was wanting I, I was left wanting more. So I'm excited about that. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that would definitely be the highlight uh, for me. Also exciting uh, that. Family Laws coming back, yes. but um, yeah, final season they said, so uh, we'll see how that wraps up. All, all good things must come to an end, Mark, yeah. like this chat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Jan Friend, um, double fisting, it's a great way to start. <laughs> what? what? This is what's going on here, two glasses, double fisting, this is the thing, yes? Oh, no one has ever opened an interview with me with the words double fisting. But nonetheless, let me explain exactly what's going sure, on. Please. I am holding two glasses of white wine concurrently, and I am drinking them both at the same time. In parallel? Okay? In, yes, in parallel. Uh, it's wonderful to see you and Mark get up and introduce the SBS Viceland reel. Uh, more of what we're expecting, given that it's the happy birthday Happy birthday, SBS Viceland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, more of that to come, as well, of course, more of the feed, but also some new stuff, particularly working in with the Vice Networks and more co-pros and those sorts of things. It looks very exciting. Mm -hmm. I think the co-pro element is the most exciting element because we've had so much Vice content come to Australia, but I think next year what we're really looking to do is take more of that Australian content to a greater Vice audience, yep. which I think now's the time. We're one year old. We're old enough to do it. We're ready. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that's, that's definitely the most exciting part of it is like the co-production. That's going to happen into next year. What can we expect from Jan Fran in 2018? I hopefully going to be going around the world. What? Hopefully. Um, I've got a few places in mind. They're all a little bit under my hat because nothing is signed oh, on a dotted Nothing signed on a dotted line. I'm not going to tell anybody about something if it's not signed and sure. I don't have millions of dollars raining down on me, which I don't currently. Um, but I'm definitely sticking back with the feed next year. Right. Um, there's going to be a lot more editorial content from me. Um, there's going to be... I'm hopefully in for Eurovision as well. It's in Portugal. If I don't go, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Please. And turn a table upside down. Oh, Several tables, mind you. If you don't mind. If I don't mind, indeed. Um, so, yeah, a bunch, a bunch of exciting stuff on the horizon, I think. You just have to wait and see, Mulkey. Can't you just wait and see? Well, consider our eyes peeled. Thank you. Eyes peeled, ears to the ground. kind of guy. Who's um, who start up out of New York? Classics. Yeah. Mark Fennell, 2018 SBS Upfronts. Uh, it looks pretty amazing, I think. I think so, but then again, I'm incredibly biased about these sorts of things, so I would say that. And, and on the payroll. And on the payroll, yeah. Well, I haven't signed technically yet, so... But, um, 
No, like, actually, the thing I'm most excited about is this, this very weird show that I don't understand yes. called Mr. Tachyon. Yeah. Which we've only seen, like, clips of, but it's, it's about fringe science, it's about cryogenics, it's about a whole bunch of end, the ends of science that don't normally get talked about. Yep. And they've taken a very weird thing where it is literally hosted by technically an invisible man mm. who is in a... He's wearing a helmet, isn't it? We don't get to see his face. We don't get to see his face and head-to-toe lycra um, and a helmet that he stole from Daft Punk and... Or Saturday night at the Fennell household. Yeah, naturally, which yeah. Which is what we call it. Well, there's no gimp mask, so it's hard to... Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the one I'm most curious about, but the other one I saw was Dumps, which is this really bizarre show. Yeah. Like, everybody's heard of a terrible rental story. This is the show that sort of captures it, and I'm, like, so, so the first series is obviously in the UK, but clearly they need to do Australia, because I've seen my fair share of Dumps in this country. Yeah. There are plenty to choose from. Definitely. I uh, thought that it was not only a, a great, um, I guess, uh, vote of confidence by SBS and SBS Viceland that the feed returns, uh, but also that Movie Mayhem comes back, which I have been enjoying. Some great little sort of cult films popping up on theme uh, across the weeknights and then into Saturday. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I totally claim credit for making all of those movies. Yes. Um, no, it's fun in the sense, like, I think movies are very much the DNA of, well, certainly of me, but very much the DNA of SBS. Mm. And what I like about them is we have a lot of fun thinking of unusual ways to introduce them. Some of them are a bit more outlandish than others. Yes. Um, we've got uh, a kids... We've got a sort of kids' movies for adults sort of vibe coming up over the summer, which is... We shot with a bunch of kids, and it was super weird, but really enjoyable. <laughs> super, super like, weird. The jerk was on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I mean, how good is that? This is... I mean, I feel like that's a good zone for us to be in. Like, yeah. I mean, we do a lot of different things, and I think it's important that... I think it's really important that SBS and SBS Plus have a lot of light and shade. Yep. For sure. Well, I think we're going to see lots of that. Thank you so much. It's lovely to see you again. I've missed you. I, seeing you only on Twitter doesn't count. No. Call it something else. No, no, that's fine. One of the big things that we saw as a part of SBS Upfront was two new dramas. One of them is Dead Lucky, starring the incredible Ian Meadows. Hello, Ian. Hello, mate. Thanks for having me. Mate, congratulations. It looks like such an amazing story. Yeah, it, it really is. The team have done a great job. Ellie and, and, and Drew, who, who wrote and um, were, were producers on the on the project, I think they've been on this for a, for a long time, and, and um, they've crafted such a, a kind of tightly woven and, and, and diverse sort of story that, yeah. that really kind of grips you all the way through. Uh, an incredible cast, not just yourself. Let's just casually, like, casually lace it. Rachel Griffiths? Yeah, there's someone else called Rachel Griffiths who Who's apparently she? is kind what of. What a hack! Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Jerry's, no. It's um. Yeah, you have to. I have to have to hold off the kind of fanboying while you you know sitting there just running through all the just all the titles yeah, you've yeah. kind of dealt with over the over the years from from Muriel's Wedding to you know Six Feet Under. Um, but yeah, she she kind of. Um, She's the the, uh, the 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 pillar, the central pillar of the of the whole thing. And then you got great, you know, Justin Clark and Maddie yeah. Nable in terms of the Please. experienced guys. And then and then all the new, the diverse uh, kind of new, um, well, so new they're, they're really experienced as well. But the younger cast members yep. who kind of just bring the whole thing together. Yep. So uh, yeah, I, I um, there's lots of different worlds within this show. So I'm really excited to watch all the sections that I haven't. You know, that I wasn't part yeah, of filming, yeah. yeah. And in this buddy cop drama, yeah. you're not a good guy. You're the not good guy. Which is really, you know, as, as, as much as you like good things to happen in the world, I, I've sort of played a lot of the, the kind of straight, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the straight and kind of um, good in inverted commas uh, guys over the, over the years, so it was, it was fun to, 
to get the great makeup team to throw some dirt on me and, and, and carve the facial hair into some yeah. nasty shapes and, and um, re- release a bit of uh, cathartic um, uh, energy. Yeah. Awesome. Cannot wait. Uh, Dead Lucky, SBS 2018. That's it. Cannot wait. Thanks, Steve. Cheers, mate. Let's see if I can get her up, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny Brocky, congratulations on another amazing year for Insight. Thank you so much. It's been so great. I, I really want to understand what is the process for you guys because week to week, it's not like this week we're talking to single mums and next week we're talking to single dads. Every week it is a unique and interesting look into who we are as Australia. How do you do it? <laughs> well, I don't do it. A team does sure. it. Sure. Let's I call mean, it look, a team. It's a team. It's a team. And a very good team. Uh, really research-based. We thrash ideas around in the office a lot. Mm-hmm. And we really test them to see if they will last for the hour, if they'll hold people's attention, if there's mm-hmm. enough kind of diversity of opinion to, to last for an hour. Um, it's really collaborative, actually, and, and everyone comes up with ideas. Producers, researchers, me, EP, everybody comes up with ideas. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, I mean, I know it sounds really corny, but it is a real team show. Yeah. It's, it's not just, I mean, yes, there is a, a very dedicated team working on Insight, making it happen. There's also the fact that when we film Insight, you get to hold court with this amazing collection of people that have been found that come together as a part of it. And yet you still manage to play through the controversy, bring in the people when we need to have, where there's interest or when we need to have the, the weird questions. That is an art in itself. Well done. Oh, thank you. It's, it's fun. You know, I do it because it's fun. And that room is different every single week. So I can walk into the room one week and it'll be everyone chatting and I'll think, oh, this is going to be, you know, fabulous. Other weeks you'll walk in everybody's tents. Mm. They're not quite sure yep. about how it's going to play. And you know you'll have a totally different job to do to get them comfortable with one another but I think what's working for us now is just over time we've kind of developed a bit of a reputation as a safe place for people to di- yes. to disagree to tell their stories and that's really paying off for us because people do come into that space and they know they have to tell the story they know that you know that we want them to tell the full story yeah but they I think they well I hope that they feel safe doing it that even though people might disagree with them or they might get questioned quite, you know, in quite a challenge, challenging way, yeah. um, that they'll get a hearing, they'll yeah. get a fair hearing. And that's, that's the basis of, you know, what we do. What can we expect in 2018? More of the same? Um, yeah, we're talking about a few changes. We're, we're going to have a fresh look. We're, yeah. going to cha- we're going to have a new set and new um, music, which will be great. We're going to have more digital output. We've got a we've got a few ideas about what we're going to be doing in the digital space that will be shorter form stuff that will be digital first. You know, it won't, it won't be on television necessarily, but it'll be yeah. part of the Insight brand. Um, and yeah, we're just we're just looking for people with great stories to tell. That's that's what we do. And. Uh, yeah, we're already thinking about next year. We've already got shows that I'm recording a show tomorrow night for next year. So, right. mm. Well, looking for people with good stories to tell. You do such a great job in doing you. that, Jenny. Every Tuesday night, SBS, Insight Night. Got to be a part of it. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm not used to doing interviews with wine, but... Hey. That's right. I caught Jenny. Oh, so yeah. keen to see this happen. Yeah. Michael Eby, Managing Director and CEO. 
Michael, congratulations. SBS 2018 looks incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it would be difficult. It would be like asking a father which is their favourite child. What's your favourite highlight of what's coming? Oh, uh, look, it is a tough question, but can I give you a few? Yeah, please. My all-time one that I'm really excited about uh, is um, Safe Harbour. Yep. An amazing psychological thriller. I actually sat down and watched all four episodes back-to-back, and it was like three in the morning, and I just couldn't stop watching it. So I think that's an amazing drama that just touches on... It's such an SBS drama. Mm. Amazing diversity, a topic that's really important in terms of displaced you know, refugee boat people yeah. and how they integrate into Australia, the issues and the moral decisions mm-hmm. of what happens out on the harbour, you know, or yeah. not harbour, but the ocean. So that's really good, great cast, really yeah. fantastic, you know, a couple of first-time actors. Um, Recently? That's you know, something that you guys do really well. I just yeah, want to throw like it Sunshine. To, Sunshine this year was amazing, yeah. amazing. I'd say I was so proud of Sunshine. You know, it was it great. Looked, no one else would do it. It looked amazing, yeah. let alone the story, which was great, yeah, and then yeah. the performances, top-notch. That's right. So I'm really excited about, uh, uh, with that. Um, really excited about some of our broader uh, entertainment content that we, you know, really use to bring in audiences to then cross-promote our other yeah. stuff. So we know we've got, um, you know, the next season of Handmaid's, the next mm. season of The Good Fight, which is such on brand, such so on, good. you know, I always laugh when people say that The Good Fight's not on charter. Like, yeah. have you watched it, you know? Um, I think they're really good. Those acquisitions are really good. And I'm also really excited about something you haven't seen today, but yeah. you, we only touched on it, which is we're going to be doing some Australian commissions for Viceland mm. that will tell Australian young people's stories. Right to then actually broadcast them on the 50-odd vice channels around the world. So exporting a bit of Australian culture, young Australian culture to the rest of the world and telling more Australian stories. That was always part of the strategy. So when we launched Viceland, we always knew that we'd start to do that. Now is the time to do that. We obviously had to wait to save up. We've been putting money in the piggy bank to do that. Um, So that's going to be really good. Um, the joys of a live event. Everybody wants to talk so, to the boss. That's sorry. Right. He was one of my board directors, so uh, where was that? So that we're really excited about. Yeah. Uh, as a bit of a tennis tragic, I'm a bit excited about the French Open yes, um, together with the US. You know, I, yeah. I think that's great. Um, you know, the World Cup, obviously there's a bit of tension at the moment about the Socceroos getting in. I think that's all part of the journey. I remember, <laughs> you know, this time four years ago, um, I think my nails went right back to you know skin because I was just you know so nervous. Mm, but yeah, yeah. Uh, big three one win tomorrow I'm, night. Yeah, I, I'm I'm confident that yeah. we'll do okay. We'll get through. I you know quietly confident, mm. quietly confident, or hopeful or stupid. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so you know, big lineup in sport, which people don't expect from SBS, but sport brings communities together. And that's why we love doing international sports. So that's that's important. Um, some of the other things that um, we, you know we're really quite um, looking forward to is the feed is now doing some really interesting stories, yes. stories that no one else is doing. And we're seeing, you know, forget the ratings. Like I literally don't even bother looking mm. at the feed's ratings because the stories that they do and get shared on social yes. just outstrips anything. Yep. You know, we're, we're, I think we said today um, 
something like 82 million story shares mm, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's phenomenal numbers. And so um, we. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're doing um, really interesting stuff that is connecting with younger audiences, mm. stories that nobody else is telling, yeah. which is really good um, in a real SBS kind of way. So the feed team, I'm. I'm the biggest fan club, yeah. uh, and again, you know, if I just looked at overnight ratings, which unfortunately a lot of people still do, yeah, it's but thing. I, what I do, like someone said to me earlier today, you know, um, look me in the eye was a really good show, but it didn't do well in the ratings. I was like, well, actually, did you look at our on-demand numbers? Yeah, yeah. Because forget the overnights, it did three times on-demand mm. what it did in the overnights. Yes. I was really happy with the overall numbers because our sort of shows, our documentary. So that was the SBS Upfronts. Um, what an amazing time. It looks to be huge in 2018. All of the coverage will be on DecidedTV.com later tonight. Swing by there and you can check it all out and any of the video stuff that I managed to snaffle out of them. Um, yeah, awesome. Don't forget to call in. Let us know your thoughts on the SBS Upfronts or this whole process or even what you're going to watch tonight. Be great to check uh, to hear what you've got to say. Thanks, guys. Mulk out.